we're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Erin. On our show, we talk about things related to pop culture. And not so pop culture. This week, we're doing more more pop culture than we have since like Hamilton, Harry Potter. Like this is, this is like the bedrock of pop culture at, yeah. this, at this point in time. But are the individual subject lines that we're talking about, I, have, I honestly have no idea. I think... That'll be interesting to talk about. Yeah. We're talking about YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> series? And YouTube, YouTube series. series. Yeah, YouTube. I almost have been thinking about it as like YouTube as TV. Yeah. Because like there's YouTube like our parents use, which is like, let's look up old commercials. And there's YouTube like I've used it, which is let's see what happened on late night when I didn't record it last night. Right. Um, or there's YouTube like I use it, which is... Hey, what are the lyrics to this song that I also want to listen to at the same time? There's probably a YouTube video that has the song and the lyrics. Right, right. And then, yeah. Then there's YouTube as as magic um, sports watching. Right. Which is how I've used it a lot. I used it a lot like two or three years ago. I was like, I was watching it a lot as like my sports center, but for just yeah. magic. Oh, there's also YouTube for uh, yoga videos. Oh, sure. I've I, worked I out use, to some YouTube. I yeah. use YouTube for yoga with Adrian is my... If anybody's looking for a YouTube yoga channel, hmm. Yoga with Adrian is really good. Maybe I will. I, I, she's she's really like she's like cute and fun without being it's old. <laughs> <laughs> she's not like I feel like a lot of them have that like home workout video feel. Uh huh. And she doesn't. Right. I I had when I was really really into my my going for walks every day and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a I think I still have the note on my phone which says if it's raining. And I think I had a uh, you know a weight like if you're above this weight, you have to watch this YouTube video, which was a more strenu or, or a not as strenuous workout, but it was like whatever. But if you're under this weight, then you have to watch this more strenuous workout. And there were two YouTube links, and you had to actually do the workout while you watched them, right? Um, I mean, eyes are muscles too. Kristen Bell taught me that. Oh well, no, and it was <laughs> it was it was definitely like a big burly man doing the workout, but I didn't, and that was hard to do because I, I made it like five ten minutes into this like 30 minute workout before i was like i'm gonna pass out i'm just gonna be over here <laughs> and pause and that was good enough we'll call that 30 minutes oh okay so <laughs> so you, we're talking about youtube YouTube. so you can use youtube for for lots of different things but recently i think we both have been watching more youtube as shows as yeah. like tv shows i think for me it started with geek and sundry okay um when i saw the announcement of that i actually it's weird to, to read yourself um, on Twitter on, like, TimeHop mm-hmm. um, from, like, several years back when you were, like, m- more full of energy or something. <laughs> I was, like, really into the launch of, of the Geek and Sundry channel. Um, and it still is a fine thing, but, like, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't tweet with the same level of, like, yeah. Gusto. Yeah. But it was, it was um, made by Felicia Day mm-hmm. and other people? Surely Probably. other people, but, like... Largely Felicia Day. Is it Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton is on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I guess he's. Is he? I have like no, a co- I've, ne- I've never really watched it. He. Well, he. He definitely has a, sh- a show on it. But yeah. it's like um, different shows, and Tabletop is no longer on it. I don't think. Although it's no, it is because that's where I get to it 
Anyways, it's sort of fallen by the wayside a little bit because Felicia Day sort of stopped posting and right. stuff like that. But that was sort of the first place I remember being like, oh, I come back here every week to watch a show. Right. And that was where um, Titan's Grave was. Yeah. Um, and the flog, which was Felicia Day's video blog where she tried stuff. Blacksmithing? Was Blacksmithing that one? Blacksmithing was, I think, I think I th- the first one. Yeah, yeah, I think I watched that one. Um, I keep I keep wanting... She did a pole dancing one. Okay. And I keep seeing... It keeps like being in like the sidebar of like, maybe you want to watch this. And I'm like, I'm not sure if I do. Not because I think there's anything wrong with pole dancing, believe right. me. But because I'm like, is that like... How much did she play up the this is pole dancing versus this is whatever? I would imagine that she did like a pole fitness class. Yeah, that's what. Uh, yeah. And probably just made fun of herself for being uncoordinated, right. like when I did pole fitness classes. Right. But like, yeah. And, I mean, I, and, and I, I'm just knowing Felicia Day, I'm willing to bet that she played, she didn't play up like the sexuality right. aspect of it. But don't you feel like, and and I'm, I'm this is absolutely not not a hill I'm willing to die on. We don't we can move on almost immediately. But like <laughs> I feel like calling it titling the episode with the graphic on the title page of the YouTube mm-hmm. thing, calling it pole dancing versus like pole fitness, pole fitness or, or whatever, whatever yeah. is already like uh fellas. Uh, maybe, but I, mean, I, I guess don't know. It, it could be worse. She could have been well, like stripping. Or well, like, yeah, and I think a lot of it is... Stripper pole dancing or something. Yeah, like if you say pole fitness, a lot of people are like, what? Like polo? Yeah, or like, I don't I don't under... What is yeah. what is that? But if you say pole dancing, they're like, yeah. oh, right, like the, like those pole dancing classes that you can take for right. fitness? Right, That's immediately... Mostly people immediately do that first. Yeah. 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 Okay, so, so YouTube for you, too. So Kevin used to watch, and I'm drawing a total blank on the name of the channel. It was Philip DeFranco's channel. Oh, okay. Not the Vlogbrothers. N- well, so he, yeah, he watched, he still watches Vlogbrothers. Philip DeFranco had a channel that wasn't Geek and Sundry. It was called something else. And it was a lot of, like, gamer news and, like, mm-hmm. kind of nerd type stuff. And it's sort of... Philip got married and had a baby and stopped being as involved. And a bunch of the original people that I used to watch on it with him moved on. Right. And so we both kind of were like, well, these are all new people. We're not as interested anymore. And we stopped. And how did, how did that, like, how did he find out about him? Just like. I have no idea. Um, He actually, I've never really watched, like, I've seen Vlogbrothers. I've Mm -hmm. never watched them. He does. Because he has a commute. And so right. he sits on the bus and catches up on YouTube right. in a way that I'm not able to anymore since right. I don't have a commute. Right. There was a YouTube channel. It actually had or show. It had Felicia Day. Yeah, the Guild. The Guild. Yes. Thank you. I was drawing a complete blank. That is absolutely um, before Geek and Sundry what I watched. That yeah. Was, that was where I got started on YouTube. I yeah that was yeah that was where I got started on YouTube. That was back when I was. <laughs> Working at DivaFit. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which. When, whenever there was a new guild out, I would sit there and I would watch it. Yeah. While I was at the reception desk and classes were going on and I had nothing else to do. Um, and then that ended. And I was sad. Hmm. And then I kind of just used YouTube for looking up music videos and how to repair big holes in drywall. And, sure, sure. You know, how to work audacity. Right. Um, that Among kind other of thing. things. Yeah. yeah. And now I've been using it for the yoga mm-hmm. um, and for Red versus Blue. Yes. 
which you have also watched. Yes, yes. But before we get into, I, I think that those are our main topics. I just okay. remembered. Um, listeners of the show may remember a time when Aaron and I had dinner with uh, Jamie Shaheen, who wrote our theme song. Yes. Hi, uh, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. And he, before you got there, in the five minutes before you, after I got there, before you got there, mm-hmm. he was telling me about a YouTube channel uh, called uh, Veritasium. Okay. Which is uh, a channel of science and engineering videos. Okay. Um, but it's very cool because it's, he basically is like, I heard this, like, he goes, to, he heard, like, about, like, a soundproof room that drives, that, you know, people have gone crazy because they can't stand no sound because it, like, like makes them have, like, mental breakdowns and stuff. Okay. So he went to, you know, a college that had that kind of room in their, like, sound department or in their, like, engineering department and, like, hung out and, like, reported on what he was feeling and why it works and, like, all this, all this very cool kind of science-related uh, stuff, which was, uh, and I, I it actually, what I did at the time was put it on my random uh, number generator okay. list, and it came up um, a couple of weeks ago, and it was very, very interesting. I was, I was actually, it was more interesting than I thought it was going to be because of that kind of being a dry subject matter. Like it okay. sort of was like, mm, why, you know, how do you make that interesting and compelling? Yeah. And, the, and the, the 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 host tends to tends to do that. I watched like two or three videos, um, and they were all very very interesting and very compelling. So, um, huh. veritasium is spelled V E R I T A S I U M. So, okay. um, uh, you should check. You should definitely check that out because uh, it has Jamie Shaheen and my uh, seal of approval. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Actual oh. literal thumbs up, yes. just thumbs up, thumbs up. Um, I just texted Kevin to find out what the channel that we used, the Philip DeFranco channel that we used to watch was, because the name is driving me bonkers. Yeah, I tried to look it up just now, looking up Philip DeFranco. Yeah, but he has his own channel. Uh, um, and then I tried to look up Meg Turney, who is another girl that we watched on it. Yeah, and she has her own channel, but she is now. I had forgotten that Kevin told me this is now working with Rooster Teeth. Oh, cool. Who created? Red, Red versus, versus blue. blue. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't know that, but I had heard of Rooster Teeth lots and lots of times. Okay. Um, for instance, on the um, the only thing I've watched on the Nerdist YouTube channel, um, they did a series of celebrity bowl- bowling videos. Yes, they did. There was a Doctor Who one. There was a Doctor Who one that is awesome and amazing to watch, but weird um, now that Chris Hardwick and... Um, the girl that he was dating, um, that I, I, follow, I still follow her on, on Instagram, but I can't think of what her name is. She's, she's Sky Dart on Instagram. Her dad invented, like, lightsabers and stuff. Okay. Um, he, like, was, like, the main visual effects guy on Star Wars. Awesome. Um, and she is cool, and I can't think of what her name is, and I feel really embarrassed. Um, but, yeah, they did Chloe Dykstra. Or, okay. Uh, Dy- I don't know how to pronounce that. Dykstra, Dykstra. Um, it's bad either way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's 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 awesome to watch, except for when you are like, oh, they're not together anymore. And there's definitely like, not PDA, but like, oh, they're definitely Affection. dating. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, they're did, um, they did a one, they did one versus Rooster Teeth. Okay. Um, and I didn't know really what that was up until right. I started watching Red versus Blue for this episode. And I was like, right. oh, 
Got it. Okay. Those they did that this. Epi- that episode of the Celebrity Bowling makes a lot more sense now. Kind of, because it was like, I mean, so they just like got together and called themselves this thing and seemed to be pretty popular enough to like have been requested, but yeah, who are they? So yeah, so red versus blue. It's an interesting thing. So I told Kevin I was watching this, and he's like, "Oh, that's or did, or did I tell you?" That you, I, you definitely I was told me. Somebody was like, whoever I was talking to was like, oh, is that the one where they play Halo? Uh, that wasn't that me. That was Kevin. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was like halfway through season, pretty, probably more than, I was probably close to done with season one. He's like, is that where the, the one where they play Halo and then like write a script to go along with it? And I was like, what? Yeah. I thought it was original animation. Because <laughs> I don't play Halo. Right. But I, I did think to myself, this looks vaguely familiar. Well, like, there's a part in in season one, which is, there, there's 15 seasons? Yeah, they just came out with, they just released season 15. Um, So, good lord, first of all. But there's a part in season one. I th- I'm assuming, based on yeah. Tumblr activity, that yeah. they just released season 15. Where uh, they get the blue flag back, mm-hmm. and it says, blue flag, return to base. Oh, <clears throat> oh I'm sorry, I just would, like... And I think that's because when that happens in the game, it says that. Uh-huh. So they had to like work it into the into yeah. the show. I, I I myself I haven't played Halo either. Right. But I did find myself thinking occasionally, like, so were they just like acting with their controllers? They had to be. I would love to a uh, behind the scenes of Red vs. Blue yeah. would be very interesting. I, I would think. love to know how they do that. Because yeah. yeah, like they have to script it out ahead of time so that they know what they're doing. Yeah. Because it's, so I'm in like season seven now. Yeah. And there's a very clear, it's very clear that they, maybe not in season one, but like as they have decided that this is a thing that they are doing, yeah. they have like a multi-season arc. Yeah. So it's not like they just play Halo and they're like, okay, well, how can we write this into something that makes sense? Yeah. The moment that I realized that it was going to be a show, well, okay. The moment I realized it was going to be a show that I was going to enjoy was when they get the um, the warthog, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, it looks like a cat, like a puma. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? And then the other team is like, they got a, they got a, a vehicle. It looks kind of like a, pat, a cat. Well, like a puma? Like that kind of yeah. joke is like right across James's plate. Yeah. Like that's like, like a perfect James joke. Yep. So that was when I was like, okay, so humor, check. Right. When the story checked out for me, spoilers for 15 seasons ago of Red vs. <laughs> Blue, we're talking like 2004 or something like that. Yeah, but I feel like there's nothing that's going to ruin it. Yeah. Um, when uh, Church came back. Yeah. And, oh, I was, and I was like... That, that, that whole thing with Church gets bonkers good i can imagine like i think season i don't know if it was end of season six beginning of season seven but there's a thing where you're like oh damn yeah okay then yeah it was great i'm 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 definitely i'm definitely gonna keep going on it because i'm I'm really glad to hear that yeah i i was not sure if you were gonna enjoy it or not the first couple episodes i was like they're not doing anything but once they started doing something and really it was it was interesting to watch from like a sitcom perspective Mm -hmm. because it wasn't interesting until the new characters, you know, the the Rachels came on, right. on on both teams. Yeah. And then things started to happen and things started to get yeah. interesting. So, and then number three of when I was like, okay, well, I'm in was when Texas voice modulator uh, Shut got broken. Shut down and you're yeah. like, oh, there's a chick. Yeah. 
Um, Apparently there are other chicks who come in later. I have not met them yet. I thought it was going to be that Tex... Um, I thought it was going to be a big, like, transsexual, trans joke. But no, I thought it was going to be like a... Like, I took a girl home and it, she turned out to be a dude. Oh, joke. okay. And I was going to be like, ugh, come on. And then I was like, no, she's a girl. She's just, like, a badass. Yeah, okay. I was like, oh. Oh, well, that okay. I'm good. I'm okay. We're we're all good. Keep going. Yeah. But before we go any further, I will have to say they they literally ripped off an entire joke from The Simpsons. Oh, did they? Like premise and execution and co- like so. There's a part where they're talking about AI, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, AI. What does the A stand for? It's like artificial. And what does the I intelligence? Okay, what does the A stand for again? And they move on. Uh huh. Um, when Lisa wrote her speech and got to go to Washington as part of the Reader's Digest, like, write a speech and go to Washington thing. Okay. Um, it was an episode called Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington. Right. In season two, I think. Um, Homer does that same thing with the acronym VIP. Okay. Said, Ver- what does the very stand for? What does the person say? Oh, miss, miss. I have one more question. She's like, important. So, like, and then she's like, well, I have one. what does the V stand for again? So, like. It's interesting. And like, you know, whatever. It's right. it's a it, and like it could be a tribute. I'm not saying I'm not certainly not accusing them of plagiarism because that would be ridiculous. Right. But I was like, this is what? I know what's going to happen here. That's it's a very odd feeling to be like, yeah. They're just doing that joke. But um, I would be willing to bet that they did it fully intentionally oh, as Yeah. Not as like a, hey, they did this thing on The Simpsons that we should steal because it's funny. No. I'm willing to bet it was probably more like, hey, remember that time on The Simpsons when yeah. this thing happened? Yeah. Let's do that one. Oh, yeah. I, I'm certainly, I, I think it's absolutely a tribute yeah. thing. I mean, like, I think they're definitely wearing some of their influences on their sleeve mm-hmm. a little bit with, like, Simpsons. And I was actually kind of thinking about, like, how it's, it's basically a radio play. Because, yeah. like, there's no facial expressions. Yeah. There's, you can, it's only voice acting. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. That's how I learned about it. Yeah. Because I've been on Tumblr. Yeah. And there seems to be a, quite a bit of crossover between Zombies Run fans and Red vs. Blue fans. Interesting. And some and so one of the oh, people I follow right, acting, because yeah. of Zombies Run had kept posting all these things. This is why I assume that season 15 just came out. Yeah. Because um, she just kept posting all this stuff about season 15. And at one point, one of her hashtags was something like, why do I keep falling in love with faceless voices? Oh, yeah. And I'm like... Who did you fall in love with? Yeah. Because so far, like, I like them all. Yeah. But I haven't met anybody. Well, Washington. You haven't met Washington I yet, haven't met Washington. He's. Washington and Church are not total, total morons. <laughs> Pretty much everyone else is. <laughs> I'm kind of. Um, who is it that I like? Who's the new. Not Donut. Caboose. Oh, man. Caboose gets so dumb. I kind of like. In that situation, I think it's, I think, again, coming, actually coming back to The Simpsons, I kind of like, like, real dumb. Just like. He's like Ralph Wiggum dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you're saying that as a bad thing, but I'm saying that as a good thing. I'm saying as, like. But you're ra- not going like, to l- fall you're in not, love with yeah, him. Yeah, he's not the voice you're going to fall in love with. What was weird was when the, um, the sergeant, mm-hmm. like, who has, like, this deep southern, almost like Arlie Ermy sort of situation he, going on. I don't know what that means, he's, but. Uh, think of a drill drill instructor from a movie. Okay. That guy. He's that guy? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> um, fun fact, that guy was actually a drill instructor. Oh, good. Um, he has this weird, but like everyone else sort of has normal, forgive me, forgive me everyone in the audience, 
American voices, just like normal yeah. voices. Yeah, there's no particular accent. Or and then anything. he's like too close to the mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also Southern. Yep. Which. And they keep uh, making jokes where, like, in Caboose's head, at one point in a future season, they end up, like, inside Caboose's head. Uh-huh. And Caboose is convinced that Sarge is a pirate or talks like a pirate. Like, he can't get the accent right. So when they're inside Caboose's head, Sarge talks like a pirate. That's awesome. (laughs) It's fantastic. Um, Also inside Caboose's head, Caboose is very um, well-spoken and intelligent. Nice. I like that. And, yeah, it's really funny. Season one ended with someone's voice drastically changing. Like, it ended with, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, his voice, like, got super low and deep. Was it because he was taken over by Omega? I don't know who Omega is. It's because he was taken over by Omega. Okay, gotcha. Omega's okay. an AI. Okay. Oh, the, yeah. The bad maybe, guy AI. Okay. O'Malley? Yeah. They were calling him O'Malley? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but his name was C- Donut. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, do- yeah. 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 O- Omega, the AI, takes over Donut and it's like, my name is O'Malley. Yeah. Well, yeah, because also I was like, dude got his head blown up. Yeah. Why is he back? And Oh, they constantly. Well, like, but like, why is, Ch- okay, right. spoilers, whatever. Why We're is Church already... a ghost? And Donut just comes <laughs> back. And Simmons is, was it season one where Sarge, like Griff died. And so Sarge took a bunch of body parts out of like organs and stuff out of Simmons and put them into Griff and made Simmons into a cyborg. No, that was not season one. <laughs> season one was where uh, Sarge got shot in the head and, and they did CPR on him and brought him back. No, Donut did. Donut did CPR. Yeah. 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 And they did. Yeah. Got, and brought him back to life. Did you meet Doc? No. Purple guy? No. Okay. Season one, not a lot happened. Yeah. I mean, it was clearly establishing... Like, rules and, yeah, and like but character like each individual relations. from episode to episode it seemed like a lot of nothing yeah and just like goofing around type stuff i think season two is when actual like real plot starts up. i mean like there was there was some stuff that i'm happened. sorry that i've now spoiled stuff oh, for whatever, you whatever. um like but i definitely like like i was saying like the first like three or four episodes i was like okay so they were like figuring out what to do yeah um i'm thinking of something I think it was, I think it was Red versus Blue. I got the impression that it was just something they were messing around with, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "Oh, people like these. Let's let's start doing them in earnest." Yeah. No, Carboys is like. Oh that. yeah, Carboys. Carboys is that thing. Yeah. So, shall we segue <laughs> into? I was oh, the you, Griffin McElroy YouTube products. Did you ever hear back from Kevin? Oh yeah, Kevin texted me back. Um, SourceFed Nerd okay. was the channel that Philip DeFranco. If he didn't start it, he was at least very active right. on it. Okay. Um, Meg Turney was the one of the girls on it, and she now, I think, works for or maybe is engaged to one of the guys from, or both, right. Mr. Teeth. Right, okay. Who does Red versus Blue. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So. So the Griffin McElroy YouTube yes. stuff. So he does it. So try and see if you can fill me in. Okay. He works for a company called Polygon. That's his job. Polygon.com. Yes. And Justin works there too. Yes. I believe, if, I, if I'm recalling correctly, I believe Justin got Griffin the job when Griffin graduated. Okay. I like to think that it's when Griffin got fired from Tommy's Merle, but it's not. Well, that did have to happen. Right. Right. Um, right. I think that was in high school, though. Right. Um, 
<laughs> he, had, he had to go to Bonnaroo. Um, no. Yeah, Bonnaroo. Yeah, to see something. Flaming Lips. Flaming Lips. Um, yeah. So they do video game reviews on Polygon.com, but also like playthroughs. Is They've, that what I Yeah, I think, well, I think it started with them doing, they were like writers right. for Polygon.com. Right. And now they're, I think... Pretty, it seems to me pretty much exclusively producing, or at least Griffin is pretty much ex- exclusively tr- producing video content right. for Polygon. Um, cool Games Inc. is a Polygon.com product. Right, right. Um, because Nick Robinson... Also works, works for Polygon.com. But Nick Robinson was a fan of the McElroys first? Oh, was he? Yeah, okay. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be able to, to talk to you about this from a person of, of knowledge, because this is like my first time with a McElroy product that I can do this. Yeah. People have been posting like... On on the Mabimbam group or whatever, like transcripts of when they would read stuff from at Babylonian. Oh, like questions and like like you know Babylonian's been really talking us up lately and stuff, and like that the, was Nick Robinson. Right, that's Nick Robinson's handle. Right, his Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's actually what they say. Weird. Yeah. Um, without Twitter, it sounds like I'm saying CB stuff. But um, <laughs> so yeah, apparently he was. Isn't Twitter basically just? A big, huge CB network? A big, network? huge CB network? Kinda. Uh-huh. Um, whoa. <laughs> Weird. Um, Meta. Whoa. Um, so, yeah, he... But I guess... I don't know when... If Nick Robinson also got a job, like, via Griffin? Yeah, I, that I have no idea. But, like, it's... Like, he he has known... It'd be like... Like, you suddenly working with... So, it would be like if, if you started working for, like, a Six to Start spinoff. Okay. Yeah, that would be that's, awesome. Yeah, right. Hey, six to start. Yes. Can you make that happen? Please. For Aaron. I mean, Podcast Detected is kind of a six to start spinoff that's not affiliated with six to start in any way. I mean, in the same way that we're like a Stephen King spinoff. Uh huh. That's not affiliated with Stephen King in any way. Right. No relation. TM, TM, TM. TM. Um, okay, so there's a whole bunch of different YouTube shows. Yes. That Griffin. And Justin, and just, to an extent. So Griffin and Justin do Monster Factory. Yeah, Monster Factory was, I think, the first one. Okay. It was my introduction to the Macro or YouTube phenomenon. Oh, yeah, YouTube at all. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Adventures always do right, right. Right. Um, Griffin also does one. So Monster Factory, they basically, for those who don't know, they open up a video game that has a character creation element. Yeah. And they create a character, and their rule is no middle sliders. Right. So they can only use the most extreme. Right. Um, so like, like forehead giant, size. Yeah, giant forehead, itty bitty ears. Right. Um, and at one point, I don't remember what game they were playing, but Griffin went into the code and hack, like hacked the code and had the eyeballs like six feet away from the face <laughs> and it was real special. That is awesome. Um, he also does one called Griffin's Amiibo Corner. Yeah. I don't completely understand that one. Does that I've have, watched them all. Does that have to do with, is Vor an element of that? I don't know or, what Vor is. So I v- only know that they talk about it all the time. So Vor, as far as I can understand it, is uh, a fetish related to wanting to be consumed by another living creature. Oh. I thought it was a video game thing. No. Like 
like some kind of like VR headset or something. No. Okay. As far as I can tell, it, it has to do with, I don't know if it goes both ways. If there's like, a, I want to eat these things, but also I want to be eaten. But definitely I want to be eaten is part of, of the thing. Okay. Well, I don't know. Have you watched any of Griffin's Amiibo Corner? Uh, just no. So he has a character that, I mean, it's Griffin, but he plays him as like a super, super awkward, like completely deadpan, like, hello, this is Griffin's Amiibo Corner. I am Griffin. Today we are going to be talking about this Amiibo. This Amiibo is Pikachu. It is blah, 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 blah. And so that's the way he delivers it. And the punchline quote-unquote of each episode is that he then attempts to put the amiibo in his mouth right um amiibos are as far as i can tell sort of like a it's a nintendo skylander like type thing where it's a figure that interacts with a video game yeah that sort of thing yeah right and you can collect them they're kind of like shopkins Uh uh-huh but they, but you put them on platforms and they interact with video games. Yeah. So Griffin's Amiibo Corner is interesting. Yeah. I find it amusing, but I don't really get it. Right. Um, Griffin and Nick do one called Car- called Carboys. They did one. They did one. That's right. It's done now. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched all of those. I've watched... Uh, I watched sh- the first two. I've watched the first two. Yeah. Nice. Yay. Um, I'm at the I'm, the next one I have is where they use the roller. They're going to use the roller to flatten cars. Oh yeah, no, I haven't seen that yet. Apparently, so it started like I was saying before. It started with them basically. I think Nick was showing Griffin this car simulator, mm-hmm. and then they wanted they started doing stuff like uh, putting a car in a what amounts to a gigantic. Like, it looks like a centrifuge, but it's like a blender. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they use it as a blender. I think it's more like it's supposed to be like a centrifuge, but it's a blend. But they use yeah. it as a blender of cars. Right. Um, and then it's sort of, you got, I sort of got the impression from episode one to episode two that they were like, oh, we could split up this long conversation we had into a couple of episodes of this show and start doing this show. Because, like, right. I get the impression from what I've seen that they that we're still in the same conversation yeah um <clears throat> apparently it takes on a plot and has villains and heroes and oh goodness yeah we haven't gotten there stuff. yet um the blob is apparently a villain <laughs> okay busto yeah i remember is... seeing something about busto in one of the groups i've seen um they have uh, an alignment chart oh god um for all of the it's on the um carboys monster factory appreciation group appreciation group yeah um which involves all of the all of the characters, and Busto was neutral evil. I think. Okay. So, I don't know. So, <clears throat> they um, all he also. Oh, were you going to say no, more about Carboys? Or no? Okay. I was gonna I was gonna zoom out. So you okay? You go. I was gonna move into the Nuzlocke run. Oh right, and also Peacecraft. Yeah. 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 And there's, um, uh, Touch the Skyrim, which yes. I have not watched. Though I feel like I'm. A lot of this stuff has to do with being familiar with the content that they're altering. Right. Like, I can get behind character creation. I've done right. I've done that. It's the best part of the video game. Yes. I can agree with that. For some people. Um, I can also get behind... Uh, so, the Nuzlocke run mm-hmm. um, was Pokemon... Was a Pokemon... Pokemon Y? 
I think it was Pokemon Y. Okay. Yeah. Where it was basically um, setting this. This is sound familiar from from my life. Setting yourself a bunch of arbitrary rules and then sticking to the rules. Well, actually, these are set rules, so I guess yeah. it's, it's not. But... A, nuz- a Nuzlocke run is a thing right. that has... He didn't create the rules. Right. So it's... Uh, you can only catch one Pokemon per area. When your Pokemon dies, it's dead. You can't heal the Pokemon in the middle of a fight. You have to release one Pokemon. When you beat a gym, you have to re- you have to let go of one Pokemon. Yeah, you do a wonder trade where I guess you send off one of yours and you get what Someone, is always a garbage Pokemon right, in return. Right. Um, and then I think that's it. I think that was it. Um, but you basically try and beat this game with those limitations. Yeah. Um, the big one is when your Pokemon die, they're dead. Yeah. That's the that's the, the sort of the dramatic arc of the thing. Yeah. Which um, sounds funny to say, but like when, when you get attached to and like you could tell he got really attached it's, I mean, to some of them. It's a weird thing because it, it is assigning value to something that otherwise would be like valueless. Like yeah. it's like saying, Okay, you care about you know, it, it it's like it's kind of like what kids do, honestly. It's like yeah. see this rock? This is my rock. His name is Rocky. I care about him. I love him. Kiss the rock. Now this rock is imbued with, like, if the rock goes missing, now it matters. Yeah. And that's sort of what happens with the with the Pokemon now that when they die, they're dead. Yeah. And that's why I refuse to play any of my Fire Emblem games on, like, anything but casual. Because oh, okay. I don't want them to die for good. Oh, wow. I get way too attached to them. Yeah. I didn't know that was that was an element. Yeah, no. In in my versions, they you know if they get down to zero hit points, they just leave the battle. They're like, oh, I'm too injured, I have to fall back. Right. But you can play it on higher difficulties where they're they're dead. Oh man, I'm not good enough to play those. Yeah, All geez. of my guys would die. That's I so wouldn't much be able pressure. to finish the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed the Nuzlocke run for somebody who hasn't played any of the Pokemon games. Yeah. Except for Pokemon Go. Right, which is not the sim- same. There are, I mean, of course, there are elements well, that are the yeah. same, but like, there's a, a whole RPG yeah. thing that isn't in the Pokemon Go. Yeah, um, but I really enjoy. Like, I yeah. looked forward to those coming out. Me too. And would watch them the day they came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was Peacecraft, where he attempts to play World of Warcraft without killing anything. Uh huh. I've only seen a few of those. <clears throat> the interesting thing about that, you remember. Um, it was Monster Factory where he uh, did Second Life, right? Yeah, that was the first Monster Factory, Boy Mayor of Second Life. I and think like, dogs should vote. Everyone um, went to like a party, and then he removed the floor and let uh-huh. go. You know how everyone came to that party? Like yep. there was like it crashed stuff, and it, like yeah, it broke Second Life. <laughs> that happened with Peacecraft. Oh God! There was a whole clan called Randy's Fandies. Nice. Um and. By the end, it was kind of inspiring, like all these people coming together to hang out virtually well, no, with Griffin. Well, have yes. the floor literally ripped out from underneath them. They, um, he, he starts. He, he has. He, he gets missions into his head. Okay. So the final mission was to kiss the leader of the opposing clan. Okay. So who is in? Like the you know the deepest darkest part of the other side's right. place, right. because there were so many people, he was able to do that. That's amazing. 
And they would like, and like at the end they had a party as like an epilogue. They had a party and like several times they would all, I don't know how World of Warcraft works or whatever, but apparently you can generate rainbows at things. Okay. So there were several moments in this, in this run where he would be among all these people and they would all be shooting rainbows at him. And it was like really weirdly beautiful and gorgeous and like kind of lovely yeah in kind of a like we're all in this together sort of way right it was so weird though like it's such a strange thing it was so much so he he did a hit oh oh don't do a hit i know especially in peacecraft he was in the he was in this area called the arena and like someone kept killing people like in the group Uh uh-huh and then one time he did it he did a hit on someone did he kill them? No. Okay. But he then generated another character named Dr. Pete Loomis. Okay. Who was exactly the same as Randy. But was allowed to do hits uh, and But kill. no one knew who he was. Oh. So he didn't have that big following. And that was Griffin's way of uh, atoning for the sins of Randy. <laughs> he went and tried to like... There were like three episodes with Dr. Pete Loomis where he tried to go help people to atone for the sins of Rand. Oh, <clears throat> It's... I need to watch it. It's really good. And like, there's a, there are several episodes where... He, and like, so in World of Warcraft, as you might expect, the way that you get stronger is by killing things. Right. <laughs> so yeah, because he was having to do like quests, like go gather rocks. Right. He was, and yeah, he and would get like and stuff. Yeah. one point... Yeah. For each, he would gather like 60 leaves and yeah. get one point. Right. He had to like sell his shoes to get enough gold to something. Oh. And then, so then he kept, he's like, there was a point where in the first couple episodes where he has to like beg. He's begging. He's like, hey, can I have 60 gold pieces so that I can whatever? And someone gave it to him. Okay. They didn't, and this was before it was a big thing. Whatever that happens in in a uh, second life too. There, yeah. He'll just like walk up to people and be like, "Hey, can I have such and such money?" So he, at the end of the run, has like all this money because he he also does this fan mail section, also called Randy's Fandies. It's probably where the Randy's Fandies people got their name. Maybe, but it feels like it could, could go either way yeah. because Griffin is that kind of person. Yeah, I could also be misremembering the name of the clan of of Randy followers. Randy's Clandies. That would make sense. Although I think I feel like clan isn't the right way. Anyways, whatever. Um, people give him like four twenty, four hundred twenty gold pieces uh-huh. or sixty nine Six- gold pieces. Nice, nice. Um, but so he had lots and lots and lots right. of gold. So at the end, he found that guy from the first one and mailed him like six hundred and sixty thousand gold pieces. Oh my goodness! And like it, he's like, I'll save myself a little walking around. He like cleared his gold and sent it to the guy and kept like 120 gold pieces for himself. Oh, wow. Like, the McElroy brand of stuff uh-huh. is the most advanced improv I think I've ever heard of. Yes. Because it's all like, it's all just going with stuff, but like having like this positive spin on it. Like you have, they have like this trajectory of like, let's, I want to do this one thing. Yeah. But like, okay, Let's go with it. Let, let okay. I have this gigantic horde of people that are are you know they would be like um, there was Randy there was like uh, evil Randy mm-hmm. who would like there was like there was there was all these people and like 
there were people that were that were doing all sorts of um and there was Ann Randy like A Y N and then that person sent him he was like I just I can't do this anymore I you know Ann Rand stuff is so depressing I give up I give up I can't right. do it. he was like yeah I get that and like so it was re- it was weird to see like the the Peacecraft run itself right. was whatever I mean it was right. it was fun and interesting Griffin made it funny and whatever right but seeing the interaction with the fans that it was yeah. was really was really cool. And like that was one that I, I watched up until like the second to last episode. Like I was like, oop, new piece craft, gotta watch it and then yeah. I it I lost I, you know, it, I, it was break momentum. or something. Yeah, something. So I watched the last two episodes a couple months after mm-hmm. whatever. But like that was also sort of YouTube appointment viewing kind of deal. Yeah. I think we only have one more to talk about, right? Of Griffins? Or of well, have, of have you watched Touch the Skyrim? No. Yeah, neither have I, so I can't speak to that at all. Um, I was going to say one more YouTube, YouTube show thing. that we both recently yes attempted. Yes, there there keep being things that I want that like I'm like ooh that seems interesting. Um, like the, actually I posted about it on, see on YouTube. I yeah I posted about it on the on the Facebook group which you should join Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. I saw this this girl was like um, buying. The first oh, yeah. several things that she, first five things that she saw advertised on Instagram, she would get and like review. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing is so alien to how I use YouTube, right. but it's so popular with like I think that it's a big aspect of of YouTube. Yeah, like um Grace Helbig. Do you know Grace Helbig? I know the name. She did a, a channel that I watched for a while that was like, you know, I, I here's some makeup that I'm trying. Here's like it would be it was like a daily thing where like like her daily vlog right where okay. she would do yeah she would have all this stuff and whatever and like i was there, there i reached a point where i was like oh i'm not this demographic i like yeah i'm fine and it's not like oh, i'm i'm a i'm a man so i can't do it but i'm like oh this is not for me so i don't right. i should not feel guilty about like not watching it right. like um but that was the the vlog aspect yeah i haven't really ever gotten into same but I think it's a big aspect of yeah. it. Um, so. <laughs> At the suggestion of Paulette. Hi, Paulette. Hi, Paulette. We gave Lizzie Bennett Diaries a shot. I was, I was on board with Lizzie Bennett Diaries because Ashley Clemson has been on Tabletop um, several times, and I found her very cute. And I was a real hard sell because I actively dislike Pride and Prejudice. To the point where Paulette makes fun of me because it's been assigned... I was an English major, and yeah. it's been assigned to me like six times, and I have never managed to finish reading it. I've not ever been... And my, my, my father teaches Pride and Prejudice. It's like he's an English professor, and he's like... the like he, He's never like, I can't believe you don't like Pride and Prejudice, but he's sort of right. like, you'll get it eventually. And I, I, I've never been able to take straight Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. I've, I enjoyed Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. D- I, I tried. I couldn't. Um, I enjoyed... Uh, Bridget Jones' Diary. That is the only one I have found. And I enjoyed Lizzie Bennet Diaries. I tried to. I'm yeah. sorry, Paulette. I really tried to. And honestly, I think a lot of what it is, is it follows Pride and Prejudice enough. And yeah. it's the beginning. Like, I watched the first eight episodes. Yeah. It's the beginning part of the story. It's the same chunk of the story that I've read, like, six times and been like, nope, yeah. I don't. I don't want right. this. Um, because I think... Not to, I'm not trying to bag on Pride and Prejudice, but I think my problem with it, and I wonder if it's the same as yours, the 
plot device of, ugh, I can't believe that horrible, horrible man that I can't stop thinking about. Yeah. Because it was in this seminal novel has been used so many times that it's yeah. not interesting. Yeah. That's that's a big part of it. Yeah. Um, I fe- in, in Lizzie Bennet Diaries specifically, I didn't care for the actress playing Lizzie. Right. I loved both of her sisters. And- she was fine. But her, I liked her sisters so much better than her. And she reminds me slightly of the actress who played Fawn Moscato on New Girl. Right. Whose name I can't remember. It's Zoe something. She was also on... Zoe Deschanel. No. Um, <laughs> she was also on Happily Ever After. Is that what I said that show was? The very short-lived one with uh, James Vander No, uh, Friends with Better Lives. Friends with Better Lives, yes. What is Happily Ever After? Not a show. That's not a show. Happy Endings was something. Yeah. No, Friends with Better Lives. Yeah. She was on that, and I I didn't... This this Zoe whoever. Dishanel. Not Dishanel. Oh. Zoe, not Dishanel. Okay. Um, she was on that, and she... I didn't... She kind of annoyed me. She has a... That actress has a particular brand of deadpan that... I, I yes. Can, I can sort of see... I, I can sort of see the connection. I think it's a combination of her being them both being redheads okay. with like the same tone yeah. of red hair and that same kind of like sarcastic deadpan yeah. that is fine, but I don't love it. it. I will say that the actress who played Lizzie bothered me less once I realized who she reminded me of. Yeah. Like the fact that I could not place why, I, why she... Like, I feel like I... What is so familiar about her? Right. Once I figured it out, I was like, okay, now that that is no longer bothering me, right. I can focus on this. And it was it was fine. Yeah. It was... The episodes are really short. They're all under yeah. four minutes. That it's, was what I liked about both Red vs. Blue and Lizzie Bennet Diaries, by the way. Yeah, Red vs. Blue, they're all under... T- they're typically like six or seven minutes. Oh, in, in season one, they're like three or four. Yeah, they get yeah. they get a little bit longer. And I think there are a couple season finales that are like 12 minutes. Right. Um, Two parters. Yeah. Yeah. In one part. Right. Yeah. Um, so one parters. Right, but double the length. Uh-huh. Double stuffed. Yep, double stuffed red versus blues. Um, I find the younger sister, Lydia, over the top in not a great way. Okay. I feel like... I, I totally... You had said you that she reminded uh, you of... Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper. I, I was I couldn't think of anything but Kimmy Schmidt, but um, <laughs> I can see it. But Ellie Kemper has always struck me as having, um, of being sort of innocently psyched. Yes. Um, and I know that, and there, there are definitely Ellie Kemper is definitely aware of what she's doing, and like yeah. is not innocent. Um, like she knows what she's doing. Right. Um, this the girl that plays uh, Lydia. I can see that she knows what she's doing. I can right. see that she's playing a character. I just don't... It's Oh, ooh, here we go. I don't like the choices that she's making for the character. Okay. I like the character just fine. I think sure. she's too... Uh, ch- juvenile, I guess? Yeah, she's very in-your-face with her Lydianess. Like, the running gag of what? And like, like yeah. she goes for a high five? I like that yeah. that element I'm I'm on board with. The other parts of it I'm like I don't I don't connect with the choices she's making right here. Okay. Uh Jane, the older sister, uh-huh, on 
bored with. I love her. She is. She can play uh, subtle and embarrassed and mildly stoked and like kind of pissed, but still like she has shades of character that she mm-hmm. plays. Um. Better than either of the other two sisters. Yes. And, on all, and I actually, I like Ashley Clemson, uh, who plays Lizzie. Yeah. I like her, I like her quite a bit. I, I feel like she does have a deadpan tone, but I feel like she plays it, and maybe in the first eight episodes it didn't come out. Because the more I watched, the more I enjoyed. Okay. Um, the deadpan tone is like a shell, or a shield, almost. Right. Of, of a more ooey-gooey sort of situation. Okay. Um... The part that bothers me about Lizzie Bennet is I understand, and I think it gets better as the show grows. Right. I don't like the uh, reenactions of like anyone other than the sisters and Charlotte. Yeah, I get, I get it. Is it because they're reenactments? Yeah, and not like why do we need to see you dress up and be your mother? Just tell right. us what your mother said. Although I will say there are parts where she makes like she's doing the mom and Jane is being her herself mm-hmm. and Jane's like, Lizzie, that's kind of, that's really mean. And she's like, all right, fine. You, oh no, Jane is being the mom and Lizzie is being Jane. Oh, okay. And she's like, all right, fine. You be you and I'll be mom. Okay. And like, so, and like they do, they do like, kind of like Orphan, like we were talking about on Orphan Black all those, all those months ago where it's, in, it's, it's less interesting to have, a character playing another character. Right. It's more interesting to have character playing another character swap with other character playing right. another character. Right. Um, they do that, and then I'm fine with it. Okay. Seeing different characters portray... Like, there are different characters that play portray Darcy. Okay. And I find that interesting, but overall, the... That... I don't know what to call it. Um, device. That's what I call okay. it. Okay. I'm not a fan of Okay. Cause, cause, yeah. And, and it could be that I'm not, like I said, I'm not into the vlogging thing. And this right. feels very focused on, hey, you know vlogs? Here's one, but it's like Pride and Prejudice. Right. There, years ago, there was a huge scandal. Okay. Surrounding a vlog. Yes. Do you, do you know which one I'm going to talk about? Is it the one you told me about the other day? Where it was like, a, no, Mark was telling me about it. Lonely Girl 15? Yes, where yes. she joins the cult. That is exactly, hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. That's exactly what Mark was so, telling me about. Okay, I didn't know anything about joining a cult. What, I'm a, what I know about this is that everybody watching it thought that this was a vlog. Mm. It was actually a, an scripted. actress. It was a scripted, fictionalized thing. Yeah. But it wasn't presented that way, and right. people got really upset when they found out that this person that they had like been feeling this connection with was an actress reading lines. Right. What is the cult thing? Apparently, in that she um, joins a cult, but is like sort of unaware of it. But it's clear from what she talks about uh-huh. that that is what has happened. Okay. She talks about like rituals and stuff like that. Okay. In sort of a sunshiny way. Right. That you're sort of like, uh... Okay, but you're in a cult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're in a cult. Call your dad. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, that is all I know. That's what Mark told me Interesting. about. I feel like I need to go find it. Yeah. This is, I mean, this was something that I remember people talking about, like, God, like a decade ago. Yeah. I don't know if it was really that long ago. It may have been longer. I have no idea. And I've always mm. been interested in it. Yeah. But I feel like it kind of loses some of, like, some of the shine is 
Well, like off. Like, do you? How do you? And you haven't seen any of these movies. Like Blair Witch or like I've seen Blair you've Witch. seen Blair Witch. We want. Do we watch it? Together? No, I watched no, it with I my it, sister. I saw it with Alice. Yeah. Um, I watched it recently with my sister. Oh. Um, Blair Witch and Paranormal Activity and all these things mm-hmm. that start off as like this is real. Yeah. As soon as you're like this isn't real, that's where the rubber kind of hits the road with me. Where okay. I'm like, okay, no, this isn't real. Right. But let's see. Let's see how. It almost becomes not like a prank show, but sort of like a, okay, this is real. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. This is real. Let's see what you do with it. Right. How, what, what elements are you going to give me to convince me that it's real? Okay. Um, and Paranormal Activity, like, by the you know, third or fourth one, it's not, you know, no one is under any right. illusions that it's real. But, right. Um, and Blair Witch, that quickly got whatever, yeah. too. Um, but like this thing, I, I feel like, I guess it's cause I, I like the idea of like treating something as real. Like, yeah. all right. I know that, you know, you know, you and I know this isn't real, but let's right. like, even if let's just pretend for a sec that it right. is. And that, that, I guess that, I guess I just look at it as sort of like character immersion. Yeah. All I'm saying is like, that wouldn't piss me off, but I guess I wasn't, I didn't watch her right. from the, like under the guise of it being real. Well, and I think there's also, I think they stopped making it once they were outed. Mm. Um, but I think there's also an element of if you were like a contemporary of this girl's. Yeah. Watching it, feeling like, you know, yes, this, this, yeah. this, the, the, this girl's going through, this is me. Right. I understand this. And then, and you interact in the comments and stuff, mm. and there's like this whole little yeah. community that has been built around essentially a lie. But like, how is that I don't, different? I don't from like, view it as that from like Randy's Fandies, or like the Adventure Zone. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can connect emotionally with it, and I get that. Like, if you don't know, you knowing what the context is going in is helpful. Well, and I think uh, I, what, what I was saying about like being one of her contemporaries. Yeah. I think that when you are a teenage girl yeah. and you think that you are connecting with another teenage girl and then you find out that it's it's an actress right. playing a part right. that has been written for her and edited and set up in a way to suck you in right. but without telling you. I can see how her viewers would feel very betrayed by that. Especially if you were living in like contemporary, like same age, but also like yeah. like same time period where mm-hmm. if it was like 2005 where like YouTube was really just, you know, old commercials and vlogs. Yeah. Where it was like, you know, oh, there's Jeff. There's Aaron. Who's Jeff? I don't. I, I was just picking random names, and the second name I picked was yours. <laughs> like there, you know, here's my almost like Live Journal, where yeah. one of the Live Journal users you follow and was really were really connecting with. Yeah, turned out to be scripted. Yeah. I can I can see how that would be. Yeah, that would be tough. And mm. I think the fact that a lot of her followers were teenagers. Yeah, who are already a more vulnerable sure population right. when it comes to emotions. Yeah. I can see how that would feel like a huge betrayal to them. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I haven't really explored the whole Lonely Girl 15 thing very much. Yeah, interesting. I should. Maybe I will. Hey, if I'll you, report back. If Yeah, and, and you report back. And if you are listening to this and you know what the deal is, uh, hit us up on the uh, Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed Facebook page. Yep. Or uh, maybe email us at unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com if it's like, 
don't know. You can post on the Facebook group. But yeah. if you're feeling shy about it or like want to have sort of a one-on-one deal with us first, then you could email us. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I want to talk really quickly about uh, how our children interact with oh, YouTube. Oh, God. Um, so <laughs> I feel like right, – so first of all, there's a YouTube Kids app. Yes. Which I think is sort of the gateway that a lot of – Parents our age are sort of experiencing, parents our age with kids our age are experiencing their kids' introduction to this yeah. kind of world. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, we gave Lila Kristen's old phone, mm-hmm. um, and she had that for a long time and watched her YouTube kids on that for a while. Yeah. And then they got iPads for Christmas, and they both, um, Matt and Lila, um, spend a lot of time on YouTube kids. Yeah. I feel like it started... With unboxings. Yes. So unboxings and like, I guess a st- the next step from that, um, which it's funny because it kind of veers weirdly close to the McElroy stuff, mm-hmm. is making skits out of the toys that you have. Yes. And that, I probably the widest range of quality and unbearability I've ever seen on, on in like online content, which is yes. saying a lot, but I'm sticking by it. Yeah, it can either be intolerable, or like I'm like, oh, wait, what, what are you watching? What's yeah. what, what do you got going on over there? What Skeletor is doing a fashion show with Barbie? Huh? Weird. Yeah, and it it all depends on sort of like how closely they're gonna stick to what happens in the movie. Like if they're just doing like a reenactment of the movie with the toys, right? right. Or if they're gonna have I don't think it was... So there's there's Elsia and Anya. I hate that channel so <laughs> fucking much. Who are the kids of Elsa and Anna? Uh-huh. I don't think this is what... I don't think they were what I was watching. There was a point where... Like, at, right at the dawn of this, where I was like, wait, what are you watching? Where um, Anna worked at a clothing store... And, like, Elsa came in with, like, Barbie and Snow White or something, like, to, like, find clothes. And, like, Anna was, like, really hassled as a clothes. Like, I was like, what is what is this that you're watching? Right. Four-year-old, you know, three-year-old, you know, whatever. Yeah. What What is it exactly that is happening? Because it sounds like soap opera type stuff. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, it's, I- a, it's weird to, to hear it. I had to stop um, the Elsia and Anya yeah. because there were – it may have just been the same episode that Kaylee kept finding where they kept flushing things down the toilet and talking about poop. Mm. The thing that disturbs me and takes me out of the like, oh, the, whatever, is that these are grown Elsia and Anya aren't. Oh, those are kids. It's little kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. For the most part, yeah, these are grown adults – Oftentimes, like, like husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, where I'm like, I mean, like, I, whatever. You know, we do this podcast and, yeah. and, and whatever. So, like, people, you know, could do like, let's tape our YouTube show where we do character voices for Hans and Anna and Elsa, and like, they get into all sorts of shenanigans. But something about it, I'm like. What are you contributing to yeah. this? I, yeah. It's I like, fan, it's fan fiction. It is. It's video fan fiction. Yeah. Then there's things like, 
blind bag opening. I didn't know the term blind bag until my kids started watching yeah, YouTube. Same. Um, where they'll like some channels will have cool like uh, Matt. Kristen was telling me that Matt has been enjoying one where they open up toys from a blind bag and they fall into a pool of water. Okay. I don't know what whatever but like okay the idea i mean like i totally get the idea of a blind bag yeah like ooh, what's in this thing it could be anything yeah. um i get that absolutely and like there are cool channels that like um christmas telling me about one that she saw that like ha- there was like a big play-doh egg that mm-hmm. this person like makes a statue of someone from a disney movie or whatever okay and then gradually this sounds horrifying and Kristen said it was horrifying takes the pieces off of the off of the statue okay. and then basically it's an unboxing or it's like a blind yeah. bag thing kind of like taking apart a sandcastle did lila ever get into like makeup tutorials lorelei went through a phase no. where we were watching there's a girl whose um handle is dope to 11 uh-huh. and she does a lot of like disney princess makeup hmm. tutorials she does some things like i had to that was one that Lorelai wasn't allowed to watch without me mm. because she did some like Halloween stuff that was scary. a little scary. Yeah. Um, very cool, yeah. but a little scary. But yeah, Lorelai went through a phase where she was really into the makeup tutorials. No, Lila never, Lila never did that. That kind of surprises me. I would have yeah. thought Lila would be into that. Yeah. Right now, they are both really into almost like home video style. Yes. So the engineering family. Yes, the engineering family. And family fun pack. Which one is the one with the assistant? That's engineering family. Look at Matt's second one. The one with the assistant. I didn't prompt him that, but he was like, the one that has an assistant. I was like, yeah. that's the one Aaron was talking about. Yeah. The little girl goes by the assistant. Yeah. And it's mostly her dad who yeah. is like the videographer. And they tend to do things like, you know, unboxings and science experiments and cooking experiments. Right. And it's, it's pretty, I mean, it's fine. The, yeah. the dad's voice annoys me a little bit because sure. he's like... Hey, assistant, what are we going to do today? Like, right. he's a little cheesy. But... Right. Which I wonder, like, I mean, like, clearly it's for the benefit of kids. But do yeah. you think that kids respond more to it? Because it's like, oh, this guy seems excited. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, we've been getting into a lot of those, too. Um, we had, uh, I, there was a family. Well, there's, all right, there's one um, where it's a brother and a sister. And they've been doing it for, like, five or six years. Okay. Like, since, like, the brother was, like really young and like mm-hmm. he, and he's like let's say 10 now or something okay. like that um and they'll do like challenges or whatever you know what challenges yeah are. pizza challenge he, yeah. you both make the grossest pizza you can think right. of and make your brother and sister try it right they'll do that and like there was one where the family went to costco or sam's club and basically it, they didn't call it hide and seek but it was basically like we're gonna hide in a place until you find us in the store oh my god that sounds horrifying as a parent yeah but the no but the the parents were like doing the hiding yeah the mom and it was like there was there was a family of six and like there was an older sister who took one of the younger kids the mom took one of the younger kids and the dad took one of the younger and they each had a camera and they basically hid among the displays at costco that does not sound like something i want my children getting an idea that it's a good idea right that one seemed fine to me because I was like, okay, the parents are like the the kids clearly aren't like running like the right. kids were actually. I was like, well, these kids are like really well behaved and yeah. like whatever. Um, we had to. Lila is not allowed to watch prank videos anymore oh. because uh, she did a prank on her brother where she dumped basically a full cup of water on his pillow. Oh, and 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 bed. 
Oh, yeah, I can see So we're how. like, we're like, uh, she's like, I saw it on a prank video. And we're like, welp. <laughs> no more of that then. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's very interesting to see how, that, how it makes them interact with the world. Yeah. It's like if there was a, I mean, it's kind of like Mr. Rogers for us. Mm-hmm. If Mr. Rogers did stuff, tail, like there were like 50 Mr. Rogers and we yeah. could pick the one we liked. Yeah. And leave a message in the comments and learn phrases like smash that like button. So, yeah. rate, re, you know, subscribe and and review. Yeah, like <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing to watch our kids grow up in this world because, like, I could like I was saying the other day, I was realizing that if Lila could have a video camera on her all the time, she'd be she the happiest kid in the world. Absolutely would. Yeah, yep. absolutely. So would Lorelai. Yeah. Um, it's but it's strange, right? Because like I feel like I was somewhat like that, but like yeah, not I certainly wasn't like like. Pretending Matt, Matt and Lila are like, "Hey, it's me, Lila, and me, Matt," and like have these pretend YouTube shows, almost, but without constantly. a camera on right. them. That's right. that's funny. Lorelai has my old phone, right. and she will take videos of herself, yeah, doing things, and tr- and and she she will talk as though she's on, yeah, performance like, voice, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and for a while, she would be like, "Hi guys, this is DCTC. I'm Lorelai," and I'm like. That's very cute, but also you don't work for DCTC. <laughs> like <laughs> yet, <laughs> yet. Um, the the one final thing I wanted to say, Kaylee has found a lot of like Peppa Pig, yeah. and Ben and Holly's Kingdom, mm-hmm. and it's the best because she listens to the little British accents. Mm-hmm. Like at one point today, she kept telling me that her band aid wasn't called a band aid; it was called a plaster cost. And I was that's like, that's amazing. I was like, do you mean plaster cast? And she's like, no, a plaster cost. And I realized she was doing a British accent. <laughs> she she uh, says tomato. That's um, amazing. She told me when she grows up, she wants to work in a shop. <laughs> and I am encouraging the hell out of this because it's the best. I think Ben and Holly's fairy kingdom? Ben and Holly's kingdom? I think it's Ben and Holly's kingdom. He's an elf and she's a fairy, yeah. I think. Um, I No, I have always been absolutely pro Peppa Pig. Yes. And I have been... I have a, I have a secret headcanon that writers from The Simpsons have moved to Peppa Pig <laughs> because sometimes there'll be jokes on Peppa Pig and I'm like that that is not that's not like like Red vs Blue where it's like oh they're paying tribute to that yeah. joke whatever I'm it's like, like this is that's just... that's original content that's really 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 funny which I was in a Facebook group and it may have been still buffering where somebody was talking about the Peppa Pig where Peppa hangs up on Susie. Yes. Where Peppa call, is so upset because she doesn't know how to whistle. And so she calls Susie, Susie Sheep, and she's talking about to Susie. She's like, I can't whistle. And Susie's like, well, I can't whistle either. And Peppa's like, oh, good. Now I feel better because I'm not the only one. And Susie goes, what is whistling? And Peppa goes, you just put your lips together and blow. And Susie goes, oh, like this? And then whistles. And Peppa just... Hangs up the phone. The timing. <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, like, and my favorite that I will always refer to, they're in a camper van uh-huh. with a GPS. Uh-huh. And you think... A sat-nav? A, it was a sat-nav? I, I think they call it, That's what they call it in the UK, so I'm assuming that's, that's what awesome. they call it. Um, so you think the joke... And, they, they, and they're at a river. Mm-hmm. And you think the joke is going to be like on The Office where it's like, oh, these people follow their, their GPS in, you know, into bodies of water because they're not thinking. Right. So the GPS is like, drive the camper van into the river. And they're like, what? what? No. It's like, drive the camper van into the river. 
So like, okay, I guess we'll do it. And then it turns out that the camper van is amphibious. And it was the best, like, double back reveal of a joke of all time. I haven't seen that one. And they drive the camper van across the river and then they're home. And I was like, they, they got me. They, that yeah. absolutely got me. It was, but so I feel like, I feel like your, your complaint about Peppa Pig was that Peppa was a huge rat. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Ben and Holly doesn't have that problem. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, Peppa, like, as Kaylee has gotten older and is no longer using what she watches as much to influence her behavior. Right. Like, I didn't like her watching it when she was like two and a half. Right. Because she was like, oh, well, I'm watching this and mimicking it. Right. Now she will actually talk to me about how, you know, it wasn't nice of Peppa to hang up the phone when she was talking to Susie. And but it I'm, was really and funny. I, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, no, you're right, it wasn't, but it was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, and, and the reason why, of course, we're relating them is because they're the exact same voice actors. So if you have yeah. watched one, um, it, will re- it will blow your mind open when your ki- if your kid starts watching the other one. Because you're like, those are the same voices, but... Why are they talking about fairies and elves? Yeah, what is happening here? And then you're like, oh, it's because it's the same cast. Yeah. Um, same cast, same animators. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, YouTube is great, and uh, it's sort of a, a background obsession, I feel yes. like. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I feel like and I feel like I'm only ever scratching the surface of what's available. Same. So, that was fun. That was yeah, really fun. It was. Um. Social media? Social media. So we've done the Facebook group and the email. You can find us on Twitter at UFO Podcast. You decide what the F stands for. Today, James, what do you think the F stands for? The F stands for freedom? Okay. Happy Memorial Day, folks. Happy Memorial Day. You guys, freedom isn't free. I'm at uh, Unabashed James. <laughs> I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If it's an option, we would love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song. Did you guys know there's a ladder down here? And thank you to Emily Cardamus for our excellent logo art. You can find her on Twitter at Corrupted Gem. Did you see, have you seen recently she took a poll about, like, would people be interested in buying a steamed veggies like No, I didn't TPB. see that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. you should definitely follow her at Corrupted Gem because new stuff is going to – I think she's – She's going to have some new stuff out soon. Yeah. So, um, you guys, this has been Unabashedly Obsessed. Thank you for listening. I'm James. I'm Aaron. Uh, Smoking kills. And so do pennies. Smash that like button.